1: Hello and welcome to the 49ers First and Ten podcast, 10 minutes of the most up-to-date 49ers news, first thing in the morning. I'm your host, Brianna McDonald, and I'm joined by 49ers team reporter, Lindsey Polares. After a couple days of rest, the 49ers are getting back to practice today and dialing up for the Cleveland Browns. However, I know that the faithful are likely still thinking about that big week five win against the Dallas Cowboys. So let's start our morning with some power rankings. Lindsay, where do the San Francisco 49ers rank among the league?
0: Well, I am happy to say that there has been no movement in the power rankings, and that is okay because the 49ers. We're pretty much number one across the board, headed into week five, and nothing has changed other than the fact that it's just straight ones. There is no doubt uh, in terms of the NFL power rankings headed into week six. The 49ers obviously had a very dominant performance on Sunday night football against a team that is incredibly highly touted in the nfc so i think it was a statement victory for the 49ers although the team themselves have said they are not getting too high off the win they're keeping themselves level-headed because there's still a ton of football to be played uh but yes that the big win was reflected in this week's power rankings for sure
1: now when i look at each outlet's explanation as to why they've ranked the 49ers number one almost every single one mentions brock purdy Lindsay, can you put into perspective just how good the quarterback has been playing so far this season?
0: I mean, he hasn't lost a regular season game yet, which is crazy because his first official official start was last season, week 14, against Tom Brady, who then was the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So a lot of time and a lot of things have happened since then. Brock Purdy has also suffered a season ending elbow injury recovered from it went through a surgery to repair it and here we are week six of the 2023 season and he hasn't lost and really it's just incredible what he's been able to do week after week head coach Kyle Shanahan said that the most impressive thing about Brock and there's a lot is his consistency and that's exactly right he has been Just solid week to week. The stat line from that Dallas Cowboys game, he completed 17 of 24 passes, attempts for 252 yards, a career high, four touchdowns, no interceptions, and a quarterback rating of 144.4, also a career high for him. So he is very much just stacking the success. And continuing to build off of it week to week, which is exactly what you want to see from a second-year player.
1: Yeah, I loved hearing all the praise for Brock's performance from the head coach in his post-game conference call. Kyle Shanahan highlighting his consistency. He called it unbelievable, which is definitely true. Now, also on the call, we heard some important injury updates from Sunday night's game. What's the latest there?
0: Um, So we'll start. There's a couple. One of them is about running back Elijah Mitchell. He actually didn't play in Sunday night's game, and he was also out for the previous game. Uh, He is dealing with a lingering knee injury. He got rolled up at practice a couple weeks ago. He's day-to-day at this point, and head coach Kyle Shanahan said that They would see if he is ready to practice today. So I'll be out there at practice and we will see. I'm sure we will also get a clear update from the head coach when he speaks at his press conference today on Wednesday. And then Aaron Banks, the starting left guard for the 49ers, did suffer an injury during that Sunday night matchup with the Cowboys. It actually is a little better than expected The initial report from the head coach right after postgame before complete examinations, it kind of looked like it might be a biceps injury. It actually just turned out to be a shoulder strain, which is a less serious uh, injury, which is obviously good news for the 49ers offensive line. He is day-to-day at this point, so we'll see if he is out at practice and where he's at now two days later.
1: Now, we don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but say Aaron Banks isn't available for this Sunday's game against the Browns. What's the plan for the offensive line
0: at left guard? Yeah, so I think the 49ers really did cover their bases well in the offseason because they brought in a seasoned veteran, kind of a swing... A swing offensive lineman, really, because John Feliciano, he actually ended up filling in for Aaron Banks on Sunday night after he went out with his injury. Uh, So he's a proven starter. He started 15 games for the Giants last season and really can play at center or guard if need be. Uh, So I think either way, the 49ers are in a good spot headed into Sunday.
1: We'll definitely have an eye on the offensive line depth at practice today. But also something to look for, there will be a new player joining the team on the other side of the ball. It'll be linebacker Randy Gregory's first outing with San Francisco. Lindsay, can you introduce the faithful to Randy?
0: Yeah, so Randy Gregory is coming to the 49ers via the Denver Broncos. The trade was finalized on Friday, which seems like so long ago because so much has happened since then. Uh, He, from what it sounds like, was at the facility Friday to sign paperwork and everything but did have to get the rest of his life in order because it's a big move obviously um so from what head coach Kyle Shanahan said it's expected that he will be in the mix today on Wednesday at practice it'll be his first time really doing a full workout with the team Uh, but it sounds like he may have been around the last couple days just for meetings and whatnot but we will hopefully get our first look at Randy Gregory later today.
1: He'll be joining linebacker Fred Warner on the defense, who Fred Warner wins NFC Defensive Player of the Week after that big Cowboys game. Tell us about his performance and why he really deserves this award.
0: Yeah, I. it's crazy because there's just so many playmakers and in a game like Sunday with just three interceptions, four total takeaways, it's just wild to pick someone out of that group but Fred Warner really does rise to the top he had a forced fumble an interception and a sack against the Dallas Cowboys very deserving of NFC defensive player of the week and that award was announced earlier this morning so congrats to Fred Warner
1: you know with so much hype around the San Francisco 49ers right now you know ranked number one in power rankings all the media outlets are talking about how great offense defense and special teams is I can't imagine how easy that could be to get to the players heads but you know what's the team's mindset like heading into week six
0: that was a really big point of emphasis uh, for head coach Kyle Shanahan this team from what he says has just been so level-headed and just had a good mindset entering the season and despite stacking all these wins and finding themselves at the top of so many statistical categories I think they are not uh, overlooking the fact that there is still so much football left to be played and you know every game is important because every game ends up factoring into seeding and especially those NFC West games those ones matter even more because. You really want to be at the top of your division to set yourself up for success. And I think that's the approach this team is taking, that every game is important. No opponents will be underestimated, and it has them in the best spot ever. So let's just keep rolling with that.
1: Yeah, yeah. We like that mindset heading into week six. You know, it's going to be a quick turnaround traveling to Ohio over the weekend, but what should we expect from the Browns? What should we preview for this game?
0: Yeah. So there's a few outstanding injuries for the Cleveland Browns that we are keeping an eye on. Uh, So quarterback Deshaun Watson is still day-to-day with a rotator cuff injury. Uh, Some reports say that PJ Walker is expected to be signed at quarterback and that The team would go with him to start against the 49ers over the rookie Dorian Thompson-Robinson. So definitely one injury to look out for. The Cleveland Browns are coming off of a a very early bye week, a week five bye week, which bodes well for defensive end Miles Garrett. He was seen in a walking boot coming out of the Browns last game. Sounds like the team feels pretty good about his availability for this game, but something to watch as well. And one important thing to highlight about this team is that they are number one in the NFL in defensive efficiency. So definitely not a team, like I said earlier, to be underestimated. They've had a really impressive showing on the defensive side of the ball. So just a few things to keep in mind as we head into the practice week. And we'll definitely hear the rest of the team address those things. But those are some of the big storylines that we're looking at. Yeah,
1: definitely another very interesting test for the San Francisco 49ers offense. But that will do it for today. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for joining me in this update. Don't forget to follow First and 10 on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Turn on the notifications so you're in the know when we post any breaking news updates. And thank you, Faithful, for tuning in.
0: You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance
1: fishing gear. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners.